What a week it's been. So much to talk about and so many things we can't talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the villain Marty Scurll and you are listening to Behind, no sorry, what was it? Me and my friend Mark, we're gonna stop watching. I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. And we'd like to welcome you to Behind the Gorilla, a podcast where we delve into the wild, wacky, and crazy side of professional wrestling. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to a uh, special episode of Behind the Gorilla, where we are going to preview um, Double or Nothing, which is taking place. And kind of, well, we're, we're literally previewing it like the day before, so nice two days of people listening. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, okay, there's that, but also normally we record on Sundays and the pay-per-views are on Sundays, which means there's usually not much of a preview at all. So right. I... For one, and proud of us for recording this before the show, because the, the recap's probably going to be a week late. Frankly, I, I don't more know more than likely. I don't think I'll be in. Yeah, I don't think I'll be in any condition or inclination to record tomorrow night after this show <laughs> because <laughs> your boys driving to Jacksonville tomorrow. Lovely, yeah. lovely scenic Jacksonville, Florida, my favorite place to be. But it's going to be great because I'm going to double or nothing. It's the first wrestling pay-per-view at 100% capacity, technically, in over a year. And I say technically because it is a small arena. It's only in Daly's place. But, man, I am really excited. I didn't realize – I like, I always kind of knew this, but I didn't fully appreciate until the crowd was taken away Yeah, how much – like, how integral the crowd is to wrestling. Mm-hmm. But, man, it's good to have people back. I'm watching The Last Dynamite now where they have – fans in Daly's place again and it's just it's it's a whole nother level man there's an energy there even if it were a bad show which this dynamite isn't a bad show but even the most mediocre wrestling show is just so much more fun when you have the energy of people in the building mm-hmm. yeah no 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah i mean i have it on in the background here too and uh i mean we're gonna talk about it but it's the the way the way in with cody and anthony agogo <laughs> And it just, it makes me laugh that they do these weigh-ins. Like, there's a scale in the ring. Like, if there was a, a, least, a less accurate place for a scale to be, to get, like, an accurate weight, I, I can't think of one. Like, there's no way you're getting an accurate weight on that bouncy ring. <laughs> well, that must be why. It's a pad, can... and it's like, has springs in it and stuff, so it's like, yeah, no. And yeah, it's on a little platform, but you're like, no, you're not getting an accurate weight on that. Do it up on the stage. Well, I guess they we did all the other ones we, on the stage. Yeah, we can recap as we go. I suppose that must be why Paul White had so much trouble with the thing. <laughs> like multiple seconds, like count, like you could count to like 10. Yeah, which is a long time in front of a live crowd with nothing happening except Big Show trying to work a scale. Yeah. And I was sitting there and I was thinking, I was like, I, I enjoy this segment like this whole feud shouldn't work, but I really like it, even though I know a lot of other people out there don't. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying it. But I was sitting there and I was like, why is he taking their actual weight? Why right. is that part of it? Like, just look at it for three seconds right. and then be like, all right, this is your weight." Just have. Just, I don't know why he's actually they doing plan it. everything else out ahead of time. Like, and this is why. 
Well, and it was clearly gimmicked because QT Marshall had this whole line where he was like, hey, uh, Anthony Agogo weighs one pound more. That means he's going to win, right? And even commentary was like, this man's not smart. Like, that just doesn't make sense. <laughs> so that was clearly like, unless he improvised that, being the master of the microphone that he is, like, yeah. what? That was clearly gimmicked. So what are we doing? I don't know, man. I, I yeah, uh, it, I don't know. it's not... Eh, eh, it's not great. But I but I liked it because even though like I don't care about the foreign heel thing, I like Cody and the crowd is playing along and you bet I'm going to play along tomorrow night too so he can stand on the corner and raise the American flag and people go nuts for it. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. You mm-hmm. can't do that in the Thunderdome. That that would not work. No. No. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's uh that's just very entertaining. Um, okay, so yeah, we're gonna preview uh, Double or Nothing, but uh, we might as well just set it up as what well, you know, since Dynamite just happened, might as well just go mm-hmm. over that. Uh, to be honest, I didn't think Dynamite was all that great. I mean, as most you know, go home shows, it's they're just kind of there as far as you know, they're just there to help further set up the show, and um, for the most part, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad show. Uh, Darby Allen and uh, Caesar. Gosh, what is the guy's name? I don't, but I don't know. I wanted like to say ba- Caesar Romero. No, I know that's wrong, but Benoni? it's Benoni. Caesar Benelli. It's Benoni. Yeah, so it's Caesar C- Benoni. Yeah, Caesar Benoni, and you know they they put on a fine opening match. You got a bigger guy who can beat the mm. crap out of Darby before the before the uh, pay per view. Um, Darby mm-hmm. already has been beat up. I think he broke his elbow or something. He posted a photo of like he had like screws or something. <laughs> Like in his elbow, I think. So yeah, uh, yeah, that tracks. So yeah, that's happening. I I assume we're gonna get Sting and Darby to lose. I I would assume. Again, we'll get into that more when we get to the actual thing. But that just what that seems like what they're setting up with with everything else. But that's gonna be fun. Um, obviously, you had uh, Scorpio and and Ethan Page come out and organize a beatdown after the match. So. I don't know. It was what it was. Fine opening match. Yeah. Yeah. It's always Darby getting the crap beat out of him and then winning in the end. And it works. It works. Don't don't change it. Or <laughs> we don't right, have to change or, it. Yeah. They're clearly not. They're like, all right, we did it last week. He lost to Miro. Uh, that was pretty good. We're going to have him win for a while now, though. Like, that's yeah. that is what it is. Because he's, huh? he's perfect for that. And it, it works. That That's where he shines is that whole type so of style. Far. So, yeah. Huh? So far, so good. Yes, that's fine. Uh, then there was the awesome weigh-in, which is just hilarious. Um, that was just, <laughs> like I said, whoever thought that through. Again, AEW, every now and then, they do things. It's different than WWE. Like, WWE does stuff, and you're like, everyone here just is an idiot. Like, th- I don't know. There's just a different a difference when WWE does dumb stuff and when AEW does dumb stuff. Because with AEW, it always fe- seems like, which we've talked about it many times, like it's like a bunch of kids who are like, yeah, let's do this and this and this and this. And every now and then there's not a grown up to be like, wait a minute, let's not yeah. blow up the ring. You know, like every now and then there's something like that that happens. And it's just it's very amusing when stuff like that does happen. I find it fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, AEW. And again, I've I've heard some people don't like this angle or didn't like this segment. I'm really into it. But. Even the people who don't like it, like AEW has the benefit of the doubt 
because it hasn't yeah. been yeah. doing this that long. And yeah, when dumb stuff happens, it's because it it is. It's like the wrestlers talking backstage about what they think would be cool. Right. And I like I like the stuff like the wink and a nod, like trying to make it feel more like real sports. Because like, here's the thing. I know this is not a UFC podcast, but UFC weigh-ins are just are just pro wrestling. Like, yeah. They weigh in for real on an actual scale with doctors and stuff early in the morning. Yep. And then they go drink some water and eat a banana. And at 1030, they show up in the arena and they have their weigh ins. And that's where, you know, and they just hype up the crowd and talk crap to one another. That's all it is. That's all this segment was. Plus, like I said, you get to watch the big show try to operate a scale and like struggle with it a little bit. It, it it was good. I enjoyed it. It was it was silly, but like I said, as long as the crowd is, I mean, I assume is going to be that hype for it tomorrow night. I this is probably what I'm looking forward to the most. To be quite honest that's, with you, that's kind of weird. Uh, I, it might not be the match of the night. That's just it's the thing that on paper I feel like will be the most fun to be in the building for, at least at first. Maybe. But you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, I'll no. report back. I don't know if this has the the buzz that they think it does. Uh, they wanted it to. It's just, I mean, yeah. it's been pretty terrible. I liked Cody's promo <laughs> that got me back into it, even though everyone hated it. I liked it. Yep. But this, this feud is dumb. Promo. Yeah, th- this feud, oh, yeah, this feud is dumb. It's pretty pointless. I'm, I'm shocked yep. that this is Cody's match on Double or Nothing. And, uh, but, you know, whatever. It, it'll be fine. It'll be fun. It was hope so. Here's the thing. I I know I ripped on this guy a little bit in the past, but I'm going to do it again. Like just keep don't don't let QT Marshall talk for this guy cuz Anthony Agogo, everything he does, I'm like, "All right, cool. Like badass tweener heel. I get it." Yeah. And then QT Marshall talks and I'm like, "This is why this doesn't work for me. Like this is why I haven't <laughs> cared about Cody for the last 6 months." Yeah. Yep. I It's funny because like foreign heel stuff it doesn't even really work now, but at least when you try to do it, like you always do it with a country that America actually has some reason to not like, right? Like <laughs> way back in the early, early territorial stuff, like in the fifties and sixties, it was Japanese guys and mm-hmm. like big, scary German guys. That's what the Von Erich family was at first. Like, yep. and then it became the Russians and you know, the Iron Sheik and like it's even with Rusev you're like all right this is a throwback but you know when he name drops Putin you still feel some obligation to boo <laughs> nobody cares about the United Kingdom like nobody, you know I'm not gonna I get that you can't have him be from North Korea although who would be offended like they, they don't know right. but like I, I get it but yeah I'm not gonna stand up and really get after this guy because he knocked one of cody's friends out and draped the union jack on him i don't care about that (laughs) but it's it's fine i don't know i think i just like cody i think that american dream hook promo was really cool i liked it too i I liked it too my favorite part about this frankly is i get most of my wrestling news and like other content from the guys at cultaholic yeah and they're all british and they're like yeah anthony agogo let's go like wreck him whatever (laughs) they're kind of annoyed (laughs) <laughs> and they just went all in on Anthony Agogo. They're like, yeah, I hope he batters it. It's going to be great. <laughs> so that's pretty fun. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It probably won't be match of the night, but I'm excited to feel that uh, adrenaline in my soul, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be fun. All right. So uh, Hangman and Joey Janela wrestled. It's fine. 
Hangman won. It's a good match. Yeah, I didn't. I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch that match because I was like, oh, gee, I wonder who's going to win this. All right. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was fun. And we get a rematch with Paige and Cage in the uh, yeah. pay-per-view. So that'll be fun. I liked their match last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Uh, Orange Cassidy came out. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Just came out with a piece of paper. <laughs> An envelope. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Handed it to Omega. Did he? Oh, now he was awesome. Did he write Kenny's name and spell it wrong on the envelope? Am I remembering that correctly? I don't remember. I okay. I swear it looks like it says to Ken and then is crossed out and then says Kenny underneath it. Oh. But I couldn't figure out why because I don't know how you misspell Kenny and I don't know what the joke is in or out of character. But yeah, I don't doesn't know. matter. All right, ignore that then. Disregard. Yeah, I don't know. But that was that was fun. That, that's going to be, again, it's dumb that they didn't actually have a storyline for their title match, but uh-huh. this is going to be a fun title match. Yeah, and they let, they've let they let Kenny do a lot of pretty fun, like, solo heel work. He's partnering with Don Callis, but, like, the segment where they brought him the contract and were trying to talk him into signing it, I thought was genuinely good, like, annoying heel shtick. I think Kenny has... Yeah hit his sweet spot in a way that the bucks quite like haven't quite done for me. And it's just, it's, it's little things the way they play off each other really well. Like he gives him this whole speech. This is, I guess it was last week about how, you know, look, we'll, we'll give you a title match later, but you should opt out of this one. So you should sign this replacement contract and, you know, people get hurt all the time. And if I hit you with this one winged angel and you already have a concussion, I'm going to end your career. And Orange Cassidy very slowly tears it apart, which is mm-hmm. a great touch. <laughs> and then and then Don Callis is like, yeah, I thought you might do that. So here's another copy <laughs> of the contract. <laughs> that's what I was like. Yes. Like yep. that little bit. That's that's great, because of course he would do that. Like he's seen wrestling before. Really good. I like what yep. these guys are doing right now. It, this this. I think by the time I'm in the building, this will be the thing I'm most excited to see. This match is going to be fun, yeah. but we can talk about that more when we get to it. Yeah. Uh, Jade Car- uh, Cargill won. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, you know, is what it is. Uh, Miro won. And um, <laughs> yeah, we can just get through all these. Uh, Sheeta came out and they, they have a new women's title belt. Um, so that's yeah, that's cool. It's good. It looks good. Yeah, and uh, then, you know, that, that'll be the title match with Britt Baker, so we can get into that later. And uh, Dark Order, Scorp- uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. That was fun. Um, I like Eva Luno and Stu Grayson a lot, so that was fun tag team. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some stuff getting, you know, Sting, whatever came out, and there's some more kerfuffling going on at the end of end of that match. Uh, and then there was that inner circle celebration, which was, I mean, eh, it, it was okay. It was okay. It's not, it, it's kind of annoying when like baby faces are stupid <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you were just heels and now you're baby faces and now you're dumb. <laughs> right. Like, you, you were like- literally doing what the pinnacle is doing like three weeks ago. And you mm-hmm. don't see like this stuff coming, like it's, eh, it's yeah, a little rough, but yeah. Now, fine. okay, I was I was finishing the episode on mute as we had started recording. Who was that guy that the Pinnacle had tied up on the goalposts? Because I That's didn't recognize. Dean Malenko. Him. Oh, oh, okay. Whoops. 
Well, yeah. probably should have known that, but I didn't even know. See, here's the thing. I know like the name Dean Malenko. I didn't know he was super good friends with Chris Jericho, but I was oh, like, yeah, it doesn't WCW. look enough like him. To... Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. They were See, I'm sure watching that division, they wrestled all the time. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Watching that with sound, that probably would have made more sense, but I just saw them <laughs> cut to MJF and then cut to this bald man tied up on the goalposts on the field and thought, yeah. Uh, who okay like it's clearly not his dad okay so yeah but that you're right like that's the kind of thing that i can absolutely see chris jericho doing to like the young bucks dad a year right. ago they, wasn't it was that the same part thing. of their feud yes didn't they do that yes they, literally they did. did that yes they did yeah but at no point are they like hey wait a second there They're might probably be a trap here when we get yeah there, right they might be setting uh, a trap yeah how do we how do you feel about face inner circle I feel like this is the other feud that a lot of people are like, yeah, 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 get it over with. Mm, I mean, I I don't dislike it, but, like, I remember when it happened, I didn't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's fine. Everyone's good, obviously. Yeah. Um, and there's elements of it that work really well, like <laughs> like their return and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, it's it's not as good, and they really made it seem they really tried to make it like this is the f- kind of final send off. That's what this whole segment was about. Like they did mm-hmm. a video package recap in Inner Circle, which was hilarious because it's all heel stuff. <laughs> so it was so funny. That. So I'm watching this, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's when they beat that guy up. No, oh, that's when they almost killed him. And I'm like, why are what? These are the happy memories. What are we? What is going on? Yeah. Here? <laughs> Well, and it was that stuff was like the stadium, sta- like the original stadium stampede match, which I get, but like that was mostly just them getting clowned on for yeah. like an hour. Yeah, pretty it much. It was great, but there aren't a lot of highlights for them in there. No. Like they're going to show Chris Jericho knocking out Jackson DeVille in slow motion or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. That was kind of funny watching that. It made me laugh. But uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's fine. Um. But, you know, it was what it was. It's set up for the thing. But they all said they're like goodbyes, basically. Like, it was this whole thing. And, again, they need to lose. Pinnacle needs to win really bad again. So, we'll see what happens. But knowing AEW, they'll probably, the inner circle will probably win. Um, Because they've done that type of stuff a lot. When you're like, okay, you got a thing going. This person probably needs to win. How? Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. So okay, we'll so see. do you want to? Do you want to talk about this match now, or you want to talk about it more as we do an actual preview? I mean, this is all obviously no. Let's just uh, we we. I mean, that's the end of that was the the best of times. I mean, that was the end of the show. Okay. All right. So we got the uh, I got the match list pulled up here, and all right. um, All right. So we'll start. Match I assume is going to be on the buy-in. Serena Deeb, Rio Mm -hmm. NWA Women's Championship. Mm -hmm. Serena Deeb is winning. So moving on. um, Yep. That would be wild if Rio showed up in Atlanta with the NWA title. But that yeah, would be that weird. But uh, all right. It's... So then we have the Young Bucks versus Moxley and Eddie Kingston for uh, the tag team titles. That's an interesting one. That that that's yeah. That, that's an interesting one to predict. One to pick there. Yeah, you can kind of. I, I can honestly really see this. I can see them deciding to go either way. You know, I like John Moxley and Eddie Kingston as this weird oddball team. Yeah. Especially like John Moxley is 
probably one of the two most protected men in AEW, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, you sure. know, you can see the Bucks going on to feud with other people and do other things. It's not like they need the titles, and it might be good for them to take a break for a while. Uh, that being said, if we're giving predictions, I just can't. Of the four people in this match, like Eddie Kingston has built-in take-the-pin guy written mm-hmm. all over him. Yeah. Yep. And I'm pretty sure they're going to have a real fun little barn burner of a match, and Eddie Kingston's going to take the fall here. I, I, I don't see them. They, they I mean, they joke about it. Like, in their promo, I'm pretty sure they were like, oh, people say we're not really a tag team. We're just thrown together. Yeah. And I feel like a company like this has to understand and, like, be aware of doing the WWE thing and putting the tag team titles on a team that was just thrown together three weeks ago. Which instead they literally of the... did as their second and longest running tag team mm-hmm. champions. Mm-hmm. But you could at least argue there, like, okay, Kenny Omega is the best singles wrestler in the world, and Adam Hangman Page is, like, three years away from being that guy in AEW. And Eddie, in this team, Eddie Kingston, again, I, like, I love the guy. I've become a big fan of his since I started watching him in AEW, but he is a very clear weak link in this team. Yeah. Yep. And I just I, – I think – I don't know if they'll actually do this, but they need to run back the Young Bucks and FTR and put the titles on FTR yes, now that they're in the pinnacle. they do. 100%. Yep. 100%. So, yeah, I, I think putting the titles on Moxley, I get the short-term, like, pop the crowd. That's fun, but that's a real WWE move, and I think they'll be better. I, I think they'll know better than to do that, so – I'm yep. definitely picking the Bucks on this one. I am looking forward to booing the Bucks live, though. That's nice. going to be fun. Yeah, that is going to be fun. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with everything that you said. Uh, yeah, Bucks Bucks need to win this match, even though I don't like them. But there's no reason for Moxley and Eddie Kingston to be tag team champions. Absolutely none. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, all right. So moving on to another tag match. Sting and Darby versus uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. First time Sting's been in the ring since Rollins almost killed him. I think. Pretty sure. At least yeah. on like TV. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, yeah. The first live match since he almost suffered a very horrifying injury. So mm-hmm. he did. going to be interested to watch this. Injury. Uh, it's true, but like he can still walk. So I'm going to be. This is going to be an interesting thing to watch live. Just because, like, the sting might die factor is <laughs> present. It's not It's not huge, but, like, it's going uh, on in the back of your mind, you know? I'm just like, pissed that the you're, first time he, I, I'm just pissed that you're getting to see Sting wrestle live, and I haven't seen Sting wrestle live. I know, man, and I hate that for you, but maybe they'll, uh, maybe they'll come out to Colorado at some point. I mean, that's the thing. Like, that first Irish whip he takes, people are going to clinch a little yep, bit, right, you know? Like, I. Ugh. Be careful with him. If they're smart, I don't. I don't know if they'll do this, but if they tease a buckle bomb one time, that'll be like a masterclass of heel work. That like would they be get him great. up and then look to the crowd. The crowd's like, "Don't do it." You know? Don't it, do yeah, it. yeah. That. W- oh, that's a great idea. It's pretty good, right? Oh, I don't know if they should do that. I don't know if they're cool with that, but we're all thinking it. You might as well lean into it. Um. Man, I don't know who's going to win this match. Like, I don't either because this is, you know, I, I it, it is interesting because this is definitely one that could go either way. I think I'm going to go with Paige and Sky, though, because they've built in all the safeguards 
for Darby and Sting already. One, they 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 won their last match, mm. so they've already won once, and uh, and that cinematic match. And you know, Sting obviously is in his first match back and is old, so that's already built in. And then Darby <laughs> is dead, so that's built in. So I think yeah. that's gonna be it. Page and Sky will do probably do something to even further mess him up before the match maybe i don't know but yeah i i, I think and, and page and scorpio sky just started this is what they're like second match third match i don't know how many times they've wrestled as a tag team on the show yeah. and so again when you do that you kind of got to win for it to really matter and and i could see this feud going on longer too like not ending necessarily here mm-hmm. so I, I i think you give it to the heels but uh i would like to see yeah Bobby and sting win always Mm. You know what? I think you might have just I, I think you're right. I think you might have talked me into this because Darby's already eaten a pen like two weeks ago and he's still very protected because everyone knows that he's held together by like string and duct tape right now. <laughs> so you can do that. I mean, you can you, you can do that. You can have a match where he gets the crap kicked out of him, tags in Sting, Sting hits a few moves and then is incapacitated and they finish up Darby Allen. I I think that. I, I think that's the move. I'm going to take the heels as well. Although I can, it, this is probably the hardest one to pick because it's so easy to see them saying, Hey, we're going to let Sting smash these two guys. Cause that's going to be a fun moment. Yeah. Just to have in our video library, you know? So true. That is, true. we'll see. I'm picking the heels. I think that is you're you're right. I mean, that's the long-term wrestling move. That's the thing that makes the most sense. So yeah, we'll see. Um, so now we go, to the pinnacle versus inner circle and whatever the hell the stadium stampede match is going to be. And, uh, again, it's like, I'm literally looking at this and I'm like, almost every win is like going to be, I I'm going to end up predicting heels like across the entire board. Pretty much. Mm. Uh, like uh, this is another thing, just like with sky and page pinnacle has to win again. Like, yeah, I know they just won blood and guts, but I think they kind of need to win this again. And I think inner circle breaking up is not a bad idea right now. And so that's what I'd like to see happen. Do I think that's going to happen? No, I think they're going to have inner circle win. That That's my prediction is inner circle winning, but hey. I think pinnacle is the one that should, should win. See, I, I'm surprised to hear you say that because I've been thinking about this a lot this week and I actually both, I, I think and I predict that the inner circle is going to win. And I think that I get that choice. I don't think that's a bad choice. Yeah. I understand. Like, look, at the end of the day, the pinnacle is winning this feud. I think we all know that because Mm -hmm. as fun, objectively hilarious as that would be, if they were just like, no, like MJF loses in a one-on-one match to Chris Jericho at the next pay-per-view is terrible, but no, they're not. The pinnacle is going to win this feud in the long run. But here's what I'm thinking when I say I think Inner Circle is going to and should win this match. In the like short to medium term, these are the two biggest factions in a company that has a lot of factions, most of which I don't care that much about. Some of their biggest stars, present and future, including like the the face of the company, the old guy. Chris Jericho and the face of the company, the young guy, MJF, right? Like, I I think there's a lot of really cool elements at play here. 
even if it hasn't been working that well in practice, like face Jericho is a little rusty and some of the inner circle stuff is a little weird because now they're just kind of your generic dumb baby faces. But I still think on paper there's so much potential there and they want to keep playing with that. And this is the only pay-per-view match these two Titanic teams have had. I think they're going to want in the short and medium term, you want to let these guys keep playing off of one another. Yeah. You want to have something else going on. You want to get another pay-per-view match out of it. Maybe it's a, I don't know how you escalate from here, but I think they want to try to do something else like that. I think that's a good move over the summer to set up one. It's one-to-one. Here's the rumber match, final confrontation. And that's where the inner circle breaks apart. And maybe you, maybe you have another heel turn out of it. I don't know. In the long term, here's the other thing that I'm thinking. They clearly, you know, Eric Bischoff is obviously exaggerating when he says this, but in the lead up to that celebration, he was like, yeah, I think these guys really might be as great as the NWO. Now they're not. And I think we all know that. <laughs> but that's like, that's how AEW is, is portraying them, right? And that's clearly what they want them to be. And in... 20 years, you know, when we're watching the AEW network or whatever, like if, if wrestling even exists in 20 years, they want Inner Circle to be that sort of legendary, like, company-defining faction. And this is a company that we'll talk about this, I guess, when we get to the other gimmick match of the night. But, like, this is a company that, like, needs their own gimmick matches really badly. Yeah. Most of the best ones are already taken by other companies. And Stadium Stampede has the real potential to be, like, one of their big things. Because not everybody can do that. The fact that you are owned by the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars and have full access to his stadium, like, Stadium Stampede could be a fun little sandbox that they bust out every year. And what you don't want... Oh, I like it, dude. I I mean, look, here's the thing. I don't see... And look, maybe... Maybe not to do it again. I mean, maybe this will work, but to me, I'm just like, this... I don't see this being rep like happening again to any sort mm. of success. So I'm a little like, Neh. but we'll, you know, we'll see. Maybe it will be really good. I don't know. We'll see. And listen, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a good match to watch live. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not excited about being in the building for that one. I know they're going to try to integrate the crowd somehow, but, but either way, I, I just think if you're, if you're in charge of AEW, I almost literally said WCW there. That's really funny. <laughs> If you're in charge of AEW, what you don't want is for your greatest, you know, one of your greatest factions of all time who invented one of your iconic gimmick matches. If that's what it turns into or that's what they want to make it. And they made up Stadium Stampede and then they lost the first one and then they lost the second one and they broke up. Mm -hmm. I think if you want any sort of future for either of those two concepts – you have to have inner circle win a stadium stampede match. So those are the two. I know I rambled for a lot there, but I just think it makes too much sense to keep cooking with these two teams for a little while longer and have something that in 10 or 15 years, you can look back on and be like, yeah, wasn't that crazy (laughs) stadium stampede? Yeah. And you know, maybe this match sucks and they're like, Hey, we're never going to do a stadium stampede match again. I don't know. But yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. I'm all for it. Again, if Inner Circle wins the feud, going to have a problem. But I, I would like to see them win this match tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. I think that's uh, that's what's going to happen. Um, all right. Uh, Miro. Wait, Lan- real quick. Who's eating the pen? Oh. <laughs> it's Sean uh, Spears. It's, it's Sean, Sean Spears. Spears. Yeah, yeah, it's Sean Spears. <laughs> that's why he's there. I'm he sorry. Is. Um, 
So uh, Miro, Lance Archer, I think that that could be a lot of fun. That could be a really fun match if they just book it like like they should. Two ginormous mm-hmm. people who are beating the ever-living crap out of each other. That's what it needs to be. That's what it needs to be, and that could be a lot of fun. Miro obviously should win, but uh, I, I think that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, this is the – I mean the only reason this isn't the surest result of the night is because of the women's title match. But – right. Yeah, like Miro, he, like he just he just killed Darby Allen. He just had his ascending moment. He's not going to lose this match. Yeah, which He's is too bad for right Lance because Lance just keeps losing. Yeah, he, but... he hasn't had much to do, has he? No. That's yeah. But Miro, uh, by the way, so excited to have this version of Miro. He is killing it. Yeah, every this is week fun. he has one or two just incredible lines. Off the top of my head, okay, the first one, this one was very good, but this one was you would kind of expect him to say something like this. This is when he was telling Lance Archer and Jake, the snake, he's like, Hey, Jake, the snake, listen to me. If you get in my way, there's not enough yoga in the world to fix what I'm going to do to you. (laughs) Incredible. Yeah. That was really, really good. That was awesome. But number two, I don't know if you remember this, but I think it was two weeks ago. He opened the show, you know, he killed Darby Allen, won the title, whatever monster Miro, best man. He's back. He's great. And he comes on Dynamite the next week and opens the show by saying, first of all, I'd like to thank Jesus Christ for keeping me safe. And Darby Allen, and then he just goes into his promo (laughs) as a heel. I don't know why he did that, but that's why I love that guy, man. I would never in a million years have expected to hear that. And it just killed me. It's one of the funniest things he's ever said. And he's a very funny guy. I hope he holds this title for a year, man. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. But, yeah, Mira's winning. Um, so then we got Paige and Cage again. Yeah. I mean, I I don't see them having Brian Cage beat Hangman twice. But Yep, Hangman's getting his win back. Yeah, I think so. Which is, again, a shame because Brian Cage is another guy who should be doing way more than what he is. Mm. But uh, that's half of AEW at the moment. So we'll see how uh, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, Paige is winning. Paige is going to win that match. Uh, unless they do, like, a whole, like, screw job finish with Team uh-huh. Taz. But, you know, they, they probably will try and then Dark Order will come back out. Yeah. So uh... that's, exactly, that's exactly what I was about to say. This has, like... Yeah, this has Team Taz starts to interfere. The Dark Order runs in. Huge pop. Buckshot Lariat pen written all over it. Yeah. It's going to be fun, but yeah, I, I, I don't really doubt the winner much here. Yeah, me neither. Um, all right. Uh, the Casino Battle Royale. Now, I don't have a list of people, so I, I, don't, even, I don't even know who's all in that necessarily. Uh, uh, Christian Cage, I know, is in it because yeah. he's the conventional, like, safe bet to win. That's no fun, though. I'm going to pick no. the mystery entrant to win because that's always way more fun. Yeah, Hang I on. Wish, let, well, let's... Could... Is there a list? Like, do they have an actual list or is it just or is it just going to be whoever shows up? No, there's a list somewhere because the conceit of the thing. How do you how do you feel about this match as a format, by the way? Because, like, I. I don't know. I, it's never quite worked, but I like it so much on paper that I think I just like it. But the conceit of the whole thing is they have five wrestlers for each like suit that come out as a group. 
Right. So that's 20 wrestlers. So those 20 are always determined ahead of time. Right. And the one Joker is the wild card that this that is the surprise entrant. But the whole point. Why can't I find it? Yeah, nothing. I, I remember I've never seen a, like a whole list of everything. Wait, no, here it is. Okay. Casino Battle Royal for a future. Yeah, okay. Are, are you ready? Are you taking notes? It's on Wikipedia here. It's going to be, okay. Christian Cage, Matt Seidel, better luck this year, buddy. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, Penta, Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, Mark Quinn with a Q. Oh, he's in Private Party. Okay, yeah, Isaiah that, Cassidy, yeah, like, yeah. The Blade versus The Blade, Evil Uno, Colt Cabana, uh, number 10, Griff Garrison. Who's Griff Garrison? It's him and uh, him and Brian Pillman are the varsity blondes. Oh, okay. okay, that makes see. I know Brian Pillman. I yeah. know a lot of these people if I see him. The reason I asked, by the way, Griff Garrison does not even have a hyperlink on Wikipedia. Every single other wrestler. Well, does. he Griff wrestled Garrison. under he wrestled Sir. under another name. I forgot what his other oh, name okay. was. That's like why. in the Indies, okay. so that could be gotcha. Why. Okay, so Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., Max Caster. Anthony Bowens, QT Marshall. Oh no, he's gonna win. Mick Camaroto, Dustin Rhodes, Lee Johnson. Also, no hyperlink and the mystery entrant. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man, because nothing has been really built recently at all. <laughs> like, like yeah. I said, like this was not a well-built show. Um, yep. So it's like I'm thinking through all these people. I'm like, yeah, all these people could do some, but none of these people have been doing anything. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I just want Jungle Boy to win. He almost won last time, and I. Oh, that would be fun. He needs. He needs that. That'd be fun. The bone. I mean, that's the thing. Like the bonus pick. If we needed a tiebreaker, except we all agree on this. Daniel Bryan. Nobody. Nobody who wins this thing is beating Kenny Omega for the title. Right. That's the other problem with this type of stuff. Like we know, and look, I think stuff's gonna kind of start developing again with with a live crowd. I do think they had some plans for Hangman Page that kind of got put on hiatus until they can get people behind him again. Mm-hmm. But I was I was just about to say, oh well, you know, if if you don't care about advancing any long term storylines and you just want a good feud and a good match, you have like Pencil in because he could mm-hmm. have a good great match with Kenny Omega in his sleep. But then I thought, well, yeah, but this is just a holding pattern well, and, feud either and way he, they did that uh, oh no no phoenix wrestled him for the yeah see exactly ago. so you can slot him in yeah i mean look it's either it's either christian cage or yeah or it's daniel bryan and then all bets are off or mm-hmm. it's andrade which would be sick i mean here's the thing like oh, there yeah, are enough see there are enough names out there i could see here's here's Lock it in. Not that it matters because there's nothing at stake. I think Andrade is the surprise. I think Christian still wins. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my bet. Interesting. But um, yeah, I can see that. I don't know though. I wonder if they want Andra- Andrade. Probably wants that AAA title. Maybe he'll challenge him for that. I don't know. I think there's some options there. I think there he is actually challenging are some... him for that. I oh, is he already challenging that match. him for that? The, oh. Yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, he's, or maybe it he's already not going to win this maybe, then. Maybe it already happened. I don't know. No, surely I wasn't. I mean, I know I'm a little ignorant, but I, I surely I would have known if it had already happened. It, yeah. it doesn't matter. I, I think it's Christian Cage. I think that's the safe pick for a reason. I mean, again, unless it's Daniel Bryan, but 
I'll die. I'll die in Daly's place if Brian Danielson walks through that door. I'm I'm gonna pass away. That's funny. Yeah, let's see. And now now I'm trying to figure out when this match is supposed to happen. Oh yeah, it's at, it's at, yeah, of course. It's announced for Triple Mania. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's not when happening until it... August. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. No. So he's definitely not then. Maybe it'll be who's who else could it be? Could be anybody from Impact, really. Yeah. Ah, uh, you know what? It's gonna be somebody from Impact. It won't be anybody. No offense to Impact, but like when Rich Swan comes out, I'm not gonna be that excited. <laughs> Yeah, that will be it. Yeah, I don't know. Again, there's a lot of directions they could go with uh, with that. I still just want to see Jungle Boy win, something like that. That would be really fun. I think that would be fun. But, uh, yeah, okay, Is, so that's happening. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, where's the match list? And... Hmm. So now I'm looking at my own match list, which is not okay, in the same order that yours was. And uh, all right, so next it's a women's title match: Sheeta and Britt Baker. And I mean, if AEW has any sense in any way, any brain running anything there, this is going on to Britt Baker immediately. Yeah, like nothing he... in those in this entire world would instantly make the women's division more relevant than Britt Baker yeah. being the world champion. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you're absolutely right. It would be just to watch everyone collectively lose their minds. It would genuinely be like the upset of the year. If Fukaru Shida won this match at mm-hmm. this point, Mark, I genuinely just hope she doesn't get booed because yeah. she's done fine. And Britt Baker is a heel, and it annoys me when people just really blatantly flout that line yeah. and just boo good guys. When, like, Karu, she does not like Charlotte. Like, she's done fine. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I hope they make – this will be fine. It'll be – I don't even know if it'll be – it'll probably be a good match, but they might just make it six minutes long just to get it over with. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. We I, all I know. Think, I don't think so. I know they're going to make this a, a full going to let it be thing. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is going to be a good match. Right. We've said it on the show before, saying it again, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa, the second her contract with NWA expires, is going to be awesome. That's the feud of the summer. Lock that in. I hope so. I hope so, because I want to see it. Everyone else wants to see it. Yes, please. Please. Um, yeah, Britt Baker's winning. Um, okay, then the <laughs> then the main event. Kenny Omega, pack Orange Cassidy. It's almost as clear. I mean, Omega's going to win. Mm-hmm. that's just you know unfortunately it's one of those matches where you're like yeah i mean you know the result already but it's fine and it's gonna yeah. be a fun match and these guys are gonna put on a show and i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be awesome yeah i'm i know i've waffled on this statement a little bit i am also extremely excited wwe mark though i am to see kenny omega wrestle in the flesh that's gonna be really cool you gotta remember yeah. mark I've never seen an AEW show. Yeah, live. this is your first one. So I am tremendously excited. I think the um, – we've talked about this a lot. Like the clash of styles between Orange Cassidy and any other really mean, serious wrestler is great. I think this <laughs> clash of styles and this triple threat is also super fun because you have that pack 
I almost called him Neville, <laughs> pack Orange Cassidy combination again, which we've talked about in the past. That's great. But you also have Kenny Omega, who is a completely different, like, even though he is a serious wrestler, he's still weird. And, like, that's just a really different dynamic. Yeah. The thing is, man, like, yeah, Kenny Omega is going to win this match. Like, lock that in. They're not going to change it. I almost wish he wouldn't because you can so easily, like, in this situation, in something that got thrown together out of nowhere, you can have Pac pin Orange Cassidy and then have him go lose the belt again to Kenny and keep your long-term booking with Kenny Omega intact. And he, nobody kicks out of the one-winged angel. Nobody mm-hmm. pins him. You can do that. And that would, frankly, really shake up the monotony that we're kind of feeling at the top of the card right now. That's true. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. I think this feud was kind of a, you know, holding pattern feud. Like, I think the next one will be. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be a banger. It's going to be fun. I'm kind of curious to see what Orange Cassidy's ceiling is because – how long can he really do the like move slow, put your hands in your pockets, take the sunglasses out thing in a triple threat Yeah. when we've already seen him do it two or three times? I'm not I'm not saying he can't and I'm not tired of Orange Cassidy, but he is going to have to start evolving soon. So I'm curious to see if he does and what that looks like. But yeah, I, I don't there's not a whole lot of drama on what's going to happen here other than how's the match going to play out. Mm hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, but yeah, that's the main thing. It's going to be a fun match, and there's going to be fun antics because everyone involved works really well with that. So mm-hmm. that's going to be that's going to be fun. All right. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's the that's double or nothing that's taking place very soon. Oh, okay. So one other thing we need to hash out. Should I wear my Orange Cassidy shirt? Because, you know, big fan of his. It's a very NWA shirt that I, or I'm sorry. It's a very <laughs> AEW shirt that I can't really easily wear anywhere else in public. But, kind of tip my cards here, I really want to wear that black NWA shirt. Represent the hometown brand a little <laughs> bit. Represent Thunder Rosa a little bit. What are yeah. your thoughts on that? It's too bad you don't have any David Arquette shirts. I have all of them. Um, That's true. I know. Well, listen, when he when he comes out as the ace in the hole, as the Joker in the Casino Battle Royale, you will hear me from Colorado, <laughs> but also through your television screen. I bet. Then I, I better. Really <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. See, so he'll I have say, his own. A- I actually he'll I- have his own AEW merch, and then I'll buy it. Okay, well, that, I guess better late than never. Um, but uh, no, you need to wear the podcast shirt, man. <laughs> That's true. That does make more sense. That's what you need to wear. Maybe I'll give that one to Jake so we can still mark it. <laughs> yeah, that, hey, that it doesn't matter who wears it. Just That's true. It's it's just about getting getting it out there, getting getting it all out there. Yeah, have you guys uh have you guys heard of this really great new wrestler? He's called uh, Behind the Gorilla at Behind underscore Gorilla. He's great. You should yeah, go check him. Love go him. check him out. Yeah. He he used to wrestle Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, he did. It's true. They're best friends. <laughs> uh, well, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun show. I'm looking forward to it. I am too, man. It's gonna be a good time. I don't think there will be too many surprises, but yeah. you know, it's wrestling. It's live. It's pay-per-view it'll be a good time it will 
all right. So make sure and follow us on Twitter, as uh, Harris just said, at behind underscore gorilla. Also Instagram at behind underscore gorilla. Go ahead and do that. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Markbrand. And I'm at Harris Wilson. So do that as well. And um, yeah, there we go. Any uh, final thoughts, Harris? Um, rest in peace, Larry Steve. Oh Should yeah. Have started the show with that. Yeah. Um, Buff Bagwell got arrested for DUI. <laughs> those are the two. Right, those right. are the two things that happened. Yeah. They happened on the same day. I thought about texting you for both of them. I thought I, I thought you know these are not like these are not on equal footing at all <laughs> in any sense of the word. But they both happened this week. So uh, yeah. Yep. Go, go with God, knowing that. That's all. I yep. Got. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, We'll do a recap episode at some point, probably next week. But, um, yeah, that does it for this episode of Behind the Gorilla. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week.